Are you ready to invest in yourself today? Welcome to the Wealth Builders Podcast. Where investment leader Billy Epperhart teaches you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom. Scripture says in Deuteronomy 8.18, Remember the Lord, your God, for it is He who gives you the ability to produce wealth. At Wealth Builders, our goal is to teach you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom in your finances, your business, and your investments. Now, let's join Billy Epperhart. Hello and welcome to the Wealth Builders Podcast. I'm your host, Billy Epperhart. Remember, this podcast is meant to empower you with practical ways to make a kingdom impact. And I'm going to teach you how to make sense of making money for making a difference all in about 15 minutes. You'll learn how to combine faith and finances for a balanced and fruitful life. And remember, if you like to use notes, go over to wealthbuilders.org front slash shop to get your free download for this episode. So today, I'm going to talk about what to expect in the 2022 housing market and where I see the housing market going. I want to read a quote to you that I actually read from the senior economist at Realtor.com. His name is George Ratu. And he said, um, this year, the housing market decidedly, talking about 2021, decidedly shot way ahead of the economy to the point where we saw this incredibly overheated market characterized by massive multiple offers, contingency waivers, price escalation clauses, and in fact, record prices. And so that's absolutely true. And I always say jokingly, for those of you who don't know me, I say I'm only 39 years old, but the truth is I'm a lot older than that. And I have lived through quite a few, what I would term as real estate cycles. And I have never seen a cycle like this Number one, I've never seen prices increase this fast. Even if you go back, for those of you that um, probably most of you that are listening to this podcast will remember 2006, really 2004, five and six, uh, when prices tremendously escalated. And of course, we went into that time, the mortgage crisis and the housing crash, really that happened in that time, one of the first times ever in the history of America. It is the first time in the history of America that actual prices went down over the entire scope uh, of the country. And so that was really something that I don't think anybody saw coming at the level that it impacted us. But we're talking about now 2022 and, you know, what are some of the things that you see? I know we have a lot of real estate investors that listen to this. So I think one of the things we're going to see finally coming in 2022 is we're going to actually see. Uh, inventory increasing. And so one of the things I think that has been very unique about this time that we're in is that actually I have never in my entire life seen inventory as low as it is right now and has been if we go back through the summer of 2021, maybe even into the spring moving into the summer, I've never seen inventory that low. And so one of the things that, you know, you always remember and just as to give it to you on this podcast so you know that really one of the kind of guidelines that you use is always remember that if you have about six months of inventory, historically, that has always been what we would call kind of a balanced market. It's neither a buyer's market nor a seller's market. With about six months of inventory, it's kind of balanced. 
If you go up, of course, to nine months of inventory, that means the market is really soft. I like to buy somewhere in about the seven, eight range of inventory. That's usually when you get your best deals. And really, I like to see it coming down to less inventory as I'm buying because then my price went up after I bought it. But typically, six months is a balanced market. Nine months um, is what we would call a really soft market. You know, houses aren't moving, and that's nine months of inventory. But also on the other end of the scale, then you have three months of inventory. So in my lifetime, we've always considered three months of inventory to be scorching hot. In other words, the market is sizzling. Well, the truth is, in a lot of the metro areas around America during this time that we've had, and some of you, I know I have listeners from other countries, and inventory in many other countries around the world is also low. And so one of the things that we've seen is we've seen inventory in some cases in some metro areas actually get down to less than a week. In fact, I just read a statistic that right now as we're recording this podcast, there's a total inventory in America of about 600,000 homes. Well, I can't tell you how scorching hot that is. Really, that inventory around America probably needs to get up to around 3 million, which is about five times what it is for even what I would call us to have kind of a balanced, healthy market. So it's amazing kind of the climate that we're in. So here's what I see, and I'm just going to give you a couple of notes you can take here, is I do see inventory increasing that's going into 2022. So that's what I mean when I say to some of you that listen to me for a while that I see the market softening a little bit. It just simply means that the housing market itself is going to have more inventory. And because of that, then prices will have a tendency to soften up some. And so now, I mean, it's going to swing literally in the buyer's favor to the point that, you know, it becomes a buyer's market, but it's going to be more favorable toward buyers in the sense, and those of you that are investors, in the sense that there is going to be more inventory. We'll talk about uh, mortgage rates here in a minute. And so I think that's a big deal. I have a quote here from uh, Nicole Bacod, who's an economic data analyst at Zillow. And she says that what we're talking about doesn't mean it still won't be a strong seller's market, but it's going to be slightly more balanced. And I agree with that assessment that I think that's where we're going. So now some of you listen to me about the stock market, one of the things that I have said is that I've been concerned about where the market is, and not only has the housing market been overheated, but the stock market's been overheated. Now, today, I'm not really talking about the stock market, but the reason I'm bringing it in right here when I'm talking about inventory is because if something gets slow, then what happens when that happens, and so that we're all clear, is that when the market itself start slowing down a little bit, it's going to be more favorable for the home buyer. However, if the stock market itself starts going down, there could be an echo effect. So for example, let's say we have a 10 to a 10% correction will definitely slow the market way down. A 20% stock market correction literally, I believe, will kind of stop the housing market for at least a period of time. It may just be end up being a short period of time, but it may stop it in its tracks. People get concerned about the entire economy. And so 
anyway, that'll be a challenge. So, so first of all, I think that your inventory is going to increase in 2022. And so it's going to be, because there's more inventory, it's going to be a little more favorable to buyers than it has been. And then the other, the next one, so the first one was increasing inventory. The next one is, just remember, mortgage rates are still slow. Now, I do think, and for those of you that are just learning, right, you're growing in your understanding of finance and the economy. Here in the U.S., of course, we have the Federal Reserve. And the Federal Reserve really controls the flow of money that's coming into the economy. And so they can either turn the spigot on or turn the spigot off. Well, lately, the spigot has really been on. And that's where these low interest rates that are so low, we're in absolute historical lows. As a matter of fact, I'm doing a, we're doing a real estate workshop in Denver. It's October the 15th through the 17th, 2021. It'll be in Denver, actually in Lone Tree, Colorado. And, uh, but that's in the Denver, Colorado area. It's a suburb of Denver. And one of the things I always like to do in the workshops is I kind of show you kind of the history of interest rates. And I'll show you going way back. I'll show you, you know, I'll put up a chart and show you all that. Well, right now we are at historical lows. And so what that really means is, is that there's still going to be money in the market to purchase it. But if the Fed start the central or the Federal Reserve, we call it the Fed, if they start doing what we call easing, Easing means that they're not putting as much cheap money in the market. It means the interest rates that they're lending at are going to raise. It's possible that rates could go all the way up to 4%, which historically is still a phenomenal rate. But it will definitely make the housing market slow, but it'll also make housing prices actually get softer than they've been in this 2021 season. So I do see plenty of money still available in the market itself, but one of the things that you have to realize is that in that context, meaning the amount of money that's in the market will slow, people won't borrow as much, that in turn will cause housing prices to get softer. Now, with that said, the next thing that I think is going to happen, and you're going to say, well, Billy, I thought you just said housing prices get softer. They will get softer. But before they get softer, I believe there's still going to be some increase in housing prices, at least in the first part of 2022. And so one of the things that we've been dealing with here in this, uh, in this particular uh, real estate uh, cycle that we're in right now is that I have never seen prices go up as fast as they have. I mean, we have some markets <laughs> that prices weren't going up by the quarter or prices going up by the year. They literally going up by the week. And so it's been amazing in 2021. So what that's telling me is I think we're still going to see some slight increases in prices. In fact, I have one here that from CoreLogic, and they think that prices across the board will probably increase here. The number they're given is 18.6. And so I think it's probably going to be more in the 7 to 8% range of increase in the first part of 2022. And then I think it'll start slowing and start softening up. And in some cases, if we have some kind of economic downturn, then we're going to see prices actually go down, I believe. 
The next thing that will happen is that I think you'll start seeing in 2022 what I call contracts will be more normal. And what I mean by that is right now what we've seen is we've seen buyers bidding way above asking price in order to be able to get the home. And typically there's so many offers on a property. And so I think there's going to be some normalization that's going to come back. In fact, there, I can tell you, I know of, of uh, those that are in our coaching clients and those that uh, have been in our programs that, that uh, we still have contact with all over the country and some places around the world, that not only from a standpoint of bidding have there been so many offers out there, but also they have waived most of the contingencies that are in normal contracts. So the typical normal contingencies that are in contracts, you know, if you look at that, normal contingencies, uh, you know, number one, for example, is, is inspection. And so, you know, you'll be able to inspect a home. A lot of people have been waiving the inspection contingency. Then, of course, another contingency is financing. And many times people are waiving the financing, which means that in many cases they're also waiving the appraisal. And so I think in that situation, we're going to see some degree of normalization come back in 2022. And then the next thing that I think we're going to start seeing 2022 into 2023 is we're going to see more millennials start coming into the market. In fact, there's a number that I pulled out of some real estate regarding, excuse me, some real estate research in realtor.com. And it says this, the millennial generation is now moving into its 30s in really large numbers, 4.8 million this year alone, and another 4.8 million for the next two years. That's what realtors.com says. So the point is they're going to start moving into buying. And so I think overall prices, unless we have a major like 20% correction, in the stock market, I think prices will hold up. We're going to have more buyers start coming into the market. I will say that interest rates are going to start ticking up, and interest rates start ticking up will have an effect and an impact on buyers, and so the market will definitely cool off. But also, price appreciation should normalize over the next year to two years. So this is Billy Epart. Remember, on the podcast, we're going to we work on giving you very valuable information you can take and actually apply. And so I really appreciate you joining the podcast today. You can subscribe, like, and follow the Wealth Builders Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or really anywhere you listen to podcasts. And if you want to learn more, we have a ton of free blogs over at wealthbuilders.org. In fact, you should go to the website and just explore it. And remember, we have a real estate workshop October the 15th through the 17th. And you can go register at wealthbuilders.org. That's October the 15th through the 17th, 2021 in Lone Tree, Colorado, which is a Denver suburb. Hey, thanks for listening. And I'll see you right back here. Bye-bye. We hope you learned something of lasting value today from this Wealth Builders podcast. If you'd like any tools, teachings, or resources mentioned in the podcast, you'll find them online at wealthbuilders.org. Wealth Builders exist to teach you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom in your finances, your business, and your investments. The Wealth Builders podcast is produced by Celine Williams with music by Audio Jungle and narration by Greg Hunter. Wealth Builders is a nonprofit organization. 
We depend on your donations to keep this podcast running. Please consider donating to us on wealthbuilders.org.